All right, everybody. It's uh, Monday. Welcome back. I'm glad to have you guys here. All you guys here on time. I love seeing you guys all here on time. All those bright fit. Nice of you to join us, Juan. Yeah. Why were you late? Yeah. Uh, traffic, man. Traffic. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You've only been working here two years, right? And it's not. It's not like. I mean, traffic has changed since since Friday or whatever. Come on, give me a break. Uh, wh why do you have that face, man? It doesn't. It doesn't even look like you want to be here. It's, it seriously doesn't even look like you want to be here. Why? You, why? Honestly, look at me right now. Why are you even here right now? Do you even have a purpose? Yeah. 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 Well, what is it? Is it God, you know, know what, dude? Just go know, ahead man. and go. Go home. Go home. You don't even Fine, need to be whatever, here. Whatever, dude. Hey, what's up, everyone? We're back. We're back. Kill that sound is back with another episode. And today, your same hosts are here. Myself, Moreno, and my boy right here, Seha Jones. You know what Seha Jones? Hey, hey, hey. And as you heard our latest skit right now, it's uh, pretty much, have you ever felt like you don't know what you want to do? As if you wake up one day and you're like, you know what? I just want to go back to sleep. Nah, nah, nah. You have to have a purpose in life. Something that you want to do. Something that makes you wake up and want to start the day, get it right, and get it done. Yeah. Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Do you wake up sometimes and just feel like, oh my god, why did I even wake up, man? I Is wish that I was you? still sleeping. Is that, do you sound like that? Do you? Look in the mirror and talk to yourself. Do you sound like that? You are going to be listening to a, a podcast. Uh, it's gonna go. It's gonna sound like motivation. It's gonna sound like seeking a purpose. It's gonna sound, sound like, like this and that. Like it. It's gonna sound, sound like, like this, and it's gonna sound like that, and it's gonna sound like a little bit of everything. But in reality, we're just here to make sure you guys are as motivated as uh, Juan Moreno and uh, Luis Seja right here. So, without further ado, further what ado. I bring to you is an episode that's true, right out of the blue. Kill that sound. Here you go. And now, actually, before we get really into it, Moreno, how has your week been, man? How, how how's uh how's life been? How's uh, everything going? So far, it's been, I'd say it's been good. It's not great yet. Nice. Oh, I got cause. Let me start off by saying that graduating, it's yeah. a hell of a fucking high, right? It's a it's a hell of a drug. You feel great. It's like I finally did something with my life and. Um, you're looking forward to what's to come, but congratulations again. Oh, thank by you. By the way, thanks. Because you can never congratulate someone enough for graduating. Because that that's dedication, dude. It's a lot of dedication. You know why I say Tell that? me about it. Because I couldn't graduate. No, but anybody can do it. So it doesn't matter to me. Well, anybody can get a bachelor's at least, which is why I'm excited to say that I'm moving on to better things. But here's the thing, though. In between that, I was kind of down. I am still kind of down. Why? Because, um, well. When you graduate, the next step is to um, is to is to move forward. And how do you do that? You gotta find a job. I'm trying to find a job that I want to, where I want to do something, right? Some somewhere that I want to like, somewhere that I can use my degree at, pretty much. There's a couple of jobs that um are looking right now good, mm -hmm. right? There's a couple of jobs that that are are hopeful and I might get in, right? But I recently had my first rejection. No, it wasn't like hor like horrible. It was pretty bad. 
So I did an application online, did it, you know, the whole nine yards, whatever, um, emailed them, went to an interview, mm-hmm. and the interview was kind of weird. I'm not going to lie, it was kind of weird. It was a bunch of people there, and then they... Oh, it was a mo- it was a multiple person Well, interview? no, it was, it was like a bunch of people there, just in the waiting rooms, and then they would mm. call you out name by name, oh, right? Damn. But it was it would be different people that were interviewing, so you would go into, into um... Like a conference room, and they were it was um people in different rooms, mm. um, and then you would just go talk to the well, person whoever was open. You would be like, okay, they're done. Go ahead and go with them, and then you go and then you talk to them, and I, I didn't. I, I kind of it was okay. I didn't. I didn't feel too good about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought my questions were, were, were answered correctly, and I think I did okay, but I ended up receiving an email. I think about a week or so later, mm-hmm. saying. If, if the subject was no reply rejection and then i read it and i was like oh what the fuck so then i just read it and it was like yeah thank you for coming out blah blah, blah. we hope you we hope you have you know something something or blah blah and I was like, oh, well that sucks so you basically and i had another i have a, i had another interview like um set up for like a week later a week later or, no a couple of days later but it's just like uh like you receive that email and it's just like damn like it, it, it makes, you can go two ways, I guess. One way is you're like, well, I'm ready to go to this one, you know, mm-hmm. and this one I'm going to nail. Right, or you can right. be like, fuck, like, I fucked up the other one and the same shit's going to happen now. Yeah, well, why even go to the yeah. next one, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it's crazy interviewing, man. Because, I mean, me personally, I haven't done too many interviews because I haven't gone through too many jobs or, or applied for jobs where if I ever interview now, it's for like a promotion within work. You get yeah. me? Um, <clears throat> I remember my friend, one of my friends, Martin, he, uh, when he graduated, he was going through the same thing as you. So mm-hmm. he had like his regular old jobs that he was doing, but he didn't want to work there anymore. Yeah. I mean, this guy graduated from Cal State Pomona and he was a, a math major, dude. He mm-hmm. graduated as a mathematician mm-hmm. as, as a matter of fact. So this guy started applying to a bunch of places. He would interview everywhere, everywhere. And it got to a point where he wouldn't even hit me up. He's like, dude, you have any tips for interviewing, man? Because, mm-hmm. like, I, I, I can't get these jobs. Like, honestly, he would interview at least once a week for, like, two months, three months. Mm-hmm. He was interviewing constantly, constantly, constantly. Sometimes he would even interview two or three times a week. You get me? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he was telling me how it's hard. And it just eventually, after getting rejected, you know, three, four, five, six times, he's just like, damn, what's wrong with me, you know? Yeah. But I feel like it has to do a lot with that, with just the fact that it's um you receive a degree, mm-hmm. right? So it's like you know, it's not it's not to say that you don't feel like you you can't work uh, a retail job or you can't work something like a regular nine to five, right? But you're looking for a specific job, right? And there has to be something that sets you apart because not everybody has a degree, but. Everybody applying to that job has to have that degree, and they have to have this. So it's like, what do you, what do you have that that's different? Because everybody else is like, oh, we're just hiring people because we need people. Right. You now they have the oh now hiring sign and stuff. It's just like they're just hiring. Yeah. You have a high school diploma and still get in. Yeah. And there's other jobs where like, oh, you have to have degree. You have to have this experience. In that expertise. That. Yeah. And then you once you go to the interviews, you have to show that to them. Right. And I mean, it depends where you're going, but some people are picky depending on, you know, what what your answers are. Like, oh, yeah, this, this is pretty good, but I don't like the way they answered this one, so no. And then and sometimes they have people in mind. Like, yeah, like it's not too. it's not always what you know, but who you know as well. That too, because it could be, you can be in, you could be like the third person interviewed, but they're just like, oh, this first person, oh, they have to be topped. So it's like, now you got to top this person and you don't know what you're topping. Or, yeah, like, oh, this person was, 
was recommended by so and so. So you know, this person has to be really good. Yeah. For them, for them to for them to to get, o- to get it over this person that was recommended. You know, so yeah, definitely. I it's get kinda it. Difficult. And it's kind of a bummer, dude. Like getting all those rejections, man. I uh. Luckily, it's my first one. Hopefully, my only one. But right. yeah, it's. It's it tough. a little tough. It's a little tough because you feel good. You leave and you're just like, I did okay. And then it's just like, nope, you didn't, bro. See you next time. Have fun. and. But it might not even be. Endeavors. I mean, it depends on the way you look at things, too. It might not even be that you did bad, but there might have just been someone in there that destroyed the interview, you know? He destroyed like, that shit. He, he, probably know, he or she probably Fuck knew them, someone man. on the Fuck inside. Them. Knew someone on the inside and was like, hey, is there anything I should mention or thing I should say, you know, that, that'll set me apart? Oh, well, say this and make sure you say this and make sure you say that. You mm-hmm. get me? And then that just gives them a, a that gives them an unfair advantage at the same mm-hmm. time. But all I got to tell you right now is uh, keep striving because that anchor that you keep have. Keep shooting my shot. Yeah, keep shooting the shot, man. Because yeah. that anchor you have that keeps you going has to be strong, man. Yeah, I'm going to keep shooting it. I'm saucing, I'm saucing, I'm saucing. Yeah, keep saucing, keep saucing, Moreno. But how about so, yourself? Any 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 new stuff going on? Any ups and downs? Um, I finally good happening. Um, nah, it's same old for me. Just going to work, all that. I did a little bit of different stuff at work this week. Like uh, Wednesday to Friday was a little bit different for me, but in general, it was still fine. It was still cool. Um, good things that happened. I finally got the new mic. And you guys will hear it. Oh. Hopefully, by the next episode, we will have a better quality. Upgrade. Upgrade. Upgrade 2.0. 2.0. And then we'll go 3.0, 4.0. But for now, 2.0. 2.0. Yeah, so I got that mic going. Got the forward. whole mixer set up. Looking, it's looking bright right now. That YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I was, start, I was starting to play with the video, going the sound going into the video. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll, I'll admit, that one's pretty difficult. But I mean, it's it's looking bright. It's the, I'm I'm still trying testing it out here and there. So that was that was cool. That was fun. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much I got all I got. I don't really have anything uh, interesting. As far as your daily life, mm-hmm. is there something that you you know kind of like you were explaining earlier? Um, do you have like an anger, something that something that you feel mm-hmm. you're doing whatever it is that you're doing for? Like mm-hmm. wh- why are you why are you you know going to work or why do you why are we doing uh, these episodes? And so I wouldn't necessarily say an anchor, but something the, holding you down. Not holding me down, just more of pushing me, and it's myself. Cause the thing is, okay, I can say it's myself, but I can also say it's my parents or my ra- my upbringing or the way I was raised. But I'm very, very, very hard on myself. And the damn it, I got was stuck that, was with that hard. No, uh, it was either hard or and. We're going to have to check that bad boy out and see exactly what we got stuck with for rhyme time. So, all our listeners out there, you guys are in for a treat. We're bringing back one of the old segments, rhyme time. Uh, but this time it's going to have a little bit of a twist. Usually, one of us gives that, that beat. And then the other one is the one rhyming over that beat. This time, we're not going to do it that way. We're going to rhyme the word and, and after I rhyme it, then my co-host Moreno has to rhyme that, and then I have to rhyme it back, and then we have to keep on rhyming and rhyming and rhyming and see who ends up being the person that can rhyme no more and has to kill that sound. And the floor is yours, Moreno. 
I got diamonds on my neck, gold in my mouth, and... But I got a rollie on my hand. I got asses on my face that go clap, clap, clap. But don't forget you got a missus that she'll go smack, smack, smack. Damn, what's up with that, my boy? Ruining my master plan. It's cool. I mean, we're having a jam. Oh yeah, talking about jam. Well, I got that ham on that pizza, my man. Well, you got ham and I got the jam. But you know, there's rubber bands around my money. And that's how I keep it because it's fat. Deep in my pocket, in that sack. Put it on my back because I secure the bag. God damn, is that all you're going to say? Because all I got to show you is what I got in my garage. That motherfucking big ass tank. If you got a tank, I got a range. And by range, I mean Range Rover. Call me Hover. Yeah, it's over. Damn, bro. I thought we were rhyming and. I guess not. I guess that must be what I thought you had to say. And that's that. That rhymes with and. See, you know what rhymes with and? I can take you to the playground and play in the sand. I can take you back home and play with my band. I could destroy you in the yard. And nah, I ran out of rhyme. I ran out of words. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Okay, I, I was like where we were going. No, I was like where we were going. All right. <laughs> and back to the topic at hand. That still rhymes with hand. But we got to come back to the topic. So we were talking about anchors or what motivates you or what has a purpose. And like I was saying, it was my upbringing. My dad, uh, I always tell people, my dad will always be my hero. This guy came over 15 years old, had no family members, had to find a way to make it out here on his own. Eventually, a couple years later, he ends up having a kid. He ends up having a kid with my mom. That's how I was made. And eventually, eventually he, he has a family of six that he had to support on his own. Again, came here at 15 with nothing but the clothes on his back. And now that guy made it out. He successfully raised the entire family, which was all three of my brothers and myself, supported himself, my mom, and my and my three brothers. And, and so, again, a family of six that he brought on his own. And every time he tells me that story, he tells me that story, it just, it literally makes me think, if he did that, my dad, not to say that he's not smart, he's not dumb, whatever, but he didn't graduate high school. He didn't. You know, he didn't have a, a, a big, a lot of money or a huge upbringing that where you can say that he was wealthy or he had it, everything given to him. He literally started from the bottom. He came here because he was looking for a better life. And he, he brought, he, he did everything he said, he said his self to do because he was dedicated. And he tells me all the time, he's like, you guys have it so good. He's like, you guys had, com-. he's like, he, another thing he would always tell me, he's like, how many people had computers since they were little? He's like, I've had a computer in this household since we were in, since you were in third grade. Why aren't you better at using it? He's like, you have all the tools. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you have all the tools necessary to be successful and some. And then eventually that just one day, it just really, really clicked in my head that I have it so much better than other people. And I guess that's what that's kind of my anchor. It, you can say it's my dad. You can say it's my upbringing. You can say it's my, my the way of, you know, I grew up. But it's just... I sit myself down and I humble myself and I make myself feel small like a little speck. 
Because mm-hmm. and, and I'm telling you, this is the process I go through. If I really, really, really feel bad, I stop. I'm like, okay, let's let's bring everything back together. I have my entire body. I have my legs. I have my arms. I have my fingers. I have two eyes. I have hair. I have a voice. I have, uh, you know, I can I can smell. I can hear. I can taste. I can. I have a sensation of touch. Mm-hmm. I have everything. You get me? Nothing. I was I wasn't brought up missing anything that I needed. On top of that. How many people out there don't have that? On top of that, how many else, how many people out there, how many more people are there out there that don't have all those things I didn't mention? Now, let me keep on adding. I've always had a house. I've never gone to sleep hungry at night. I've always had transportation. I never walked home in the rain. We always had at least one car at the house. And that was used to take us to school and bring us back from school. Whether my mom had to take my dad to work and then come back and drop us off in school. Well, it doesn't matter. I never walked home. I didn't have to. You hear me? Uh, it's just so many things that I was given that I had that other people don't have. And they're more successful. Why? What is my dad able to be more successful than I am by raising a family of six, making good income, coming to somewhere where he didn't know the, lang- the language at that. Nothing on his back. And he was able to bring everything up. And then a lot of people start complaining. Because I'm saying, I've had this conversation with multiple people. They start complaining about how, oh, but it was easier back then. Okay, so how how would it be equal now? Mm-hmm. Do you want six months of rent? And that you still don't know the language and this and that? Like, okay, so what will make it equal? I bet you that a lot of people still will not be as successful as my dad was. And if he can do it, me, that I'm his firstborn. Me, that I was made, I was brought up with the same thoughts that he was. This guy's super wise, my dad, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, why can't I do it? Why should? Why do I ever tell myself that I can't do something? Because that's a, that's a horrible lie. In this day and age, with all the tools we have necessary to do what we need to do, computers, Snapchat, Instagram, all this stuff. And yeah, it sounds like distractions, but at the same time, there's tools to make you more successful. You get me? Mm-hmm. Before, you really needed to learn your math. In order to know it. Now you have a math, you have a, a calculator, calculator on your on your phone, you have a calculator on your watch, you have a, a access to a computer anywhere, you don't need it as much. Mm-hmm. So it's different. Before, like a lot of people cheat on their tests now, growing up, on ki- like kids and stuff, they cheat with phones yeah, and stuff. Part you of get that. me? Yeah. Part of that. And okay, and before, how hard was it to, to do anything that you never did before? For example, uh, unclogging the toilet, unclogging the sink. Changing a tire on a car, cleaning uh, oil off the ground. All those things that I just mentioned, I can almost 100% guarantee you that there's a YouTube tutorial on YouTube. Yeah. So everything's easy and accessible. Many people, oh, I wish I could, uh, like for example, me and you, how long How long did we talk about making a podcast or something? Ooh. You get me? Well, actually, no, not, not, that, not, long. not that long. But well, how we, long did we talk about doing, doing stuff? Something, yeah. Exactly. That was a long and, time. And we talked about it for a long time. Long time but man. we never did much. And it's not because we didn't, it's not because we couldn't, because we didn't have the necessary tools. It's just we never really sat down and dedicated the time yeah. that we needed for it. The ideas were there. I think the uh, planning mm-hmm. wasn't really completed. It was more so like, you know, throwing throwing up in thin air and just say, yeah, we should do this, we should do that. Yeah, we should. Right. All right, we'll meet up someday. It just never happened, never and, happened. And yeah. just a bunch of BS, I guess, until we actually did something. Yeah, finally we did it now. So going back to my thought process, so I already made myself thankful for everything I have, right? 
now I start thinking about all the people that don't have that stuff. All the, you know, the kids in third world countries that go to sleep hungry every single night. And that's just the bad part. They wake up hungry too. And they still don't have something to eat. I saw this one, um, there was a YouTube video about these people that gave water to a certain place that didn't have water. These people had to wait. Okay, so you ever wake up in the middle of the night and you're thirsty? Yeah. And, you, and, and you have to walk up and you have to walk, mm. what, 10 steps to get water from your house? Mm -hmm. Some people, five steps. Some people don't want to wake up and do that because they're lazy. These people had to wake up and I think it was five miles they had to walk to get the, the water. From the nearest, you know, like little water hole or something. And it wasn't even great water. It was nasty looking water, but it was it was drinkable. And these guys wake up sick, wake up hungry, wake up thirsty, wake up dehydrated. However they wake up, they still have to make that five mile trip to get water. Things like that. Like yeah, I think to yeah. myself, I wake up and I have water at hand's reach. I keep a water bottle. By my bed, you get me? Mm -hmm. And it's just all those things. So I never went to sleep hungry. I never woke up hungry. I never was dehydrated. I never was begging to get a sip of water. And then I know for a fact there's been people in the past that have grown, grown up with that upbringing or that have, you know, have that in their background and they're way more successful than I am. I know people that started off with way less money and a way less supportive family, mm. and way less in general and as the overall life, and they still are more successful than me. Why? Because they wanted it more. Yeah. Because they had that anchor more. Mm -hmm. They had that ambition more. And it just gets me thinking, why am I here feeling bad for myself? Why am I not feeling good for myself? Why am I not out there and saying thank you at the top of my lungs for everything I've had my entire life? You get me? Mm -hmm. It just, it makes me kind of beat myself up, and it makes me tell me, like, dude, you're ungrateful. Like, it lit, at the end of it, I literally just start telling myself, like, you're sad? No, you're ungrateful, dude. That's what it is. You're not happy for everything you have. And you're not you're not taking full advantage of everything. And that's what works for me. I've tried telling that to a lot of people. And a lot of people are just like, oh, dude, I would just feel worse about myself. You know, some people are like. Yeah, there are some people like that. Yeah, some people are like, I would just feel worse telling myself all these things. You get me? And I'm like, what do you mean you'll feel worse? Like, you have all these things that make you who you are and then help you and you have so much more than other people have yet you're you're not using it you get me mm -hmm. and then i tell myself too it's like oh I, I watched this video the other day right and it was actually one of my friends and uh if you guys want to listen to him his name is john jupiter he's on uh youtube and uh go listen to him he's actually a, a rapper and uh he's pretty pretty good listen to him on youtube john jupiter yeah john jupiter um, his, uh, his clothing brand is Supernova. Anyways, go ahead and go on YouTube, listen to him. Let me know if you guys like what he, you know, how he raps. I feel like he's going to be a, he's going to be big one day, you know? But anyway, um, I follow this guy on Instagram, right? And I saw one of his videos the other day and it started with something with, uh, he's like, what if you have $1? I bet you, you know, that dollar you'd use $1 for the rest of the lot, your rest of your life. I bet you, you use that dollar better than you've ever used that dollar ever before because it's the only dollar you have, you know? And then he goes on and he says, what if I told you you had one car for the rest of your life? He's like, I bet you you'll do the oil changes, you'll change the tires, and you'll take care of that car because that's the only car you're going to have for the rest of your life. You'll do all the scheduled maintenance and make it last as much as possible. And I was like, okay, I see. Where are you going with this? And then he goes, now I'm going to tell you you only have one life. So why why are you putting you know all this stuff into your body, all these ideas in your head that are making you feel bad about yourself, that are making you not do what you want to do and not 
feel the way you want to feel, you know? Mm. He's like, you really only have one life. So why do you treat other things better than your own life? And then I started thinking, I started going on top of that even more where it says, what, um, we only have one body, mm-hmm. you know, and for all those people out there that don't have every single, uh, you know, ligament or every single limb or all mm-hmm. that stuff, I'm sorry, you know, I, you know, I have all of them, but for all, all my listeners out there that really have everything out there, what's your excuse, man? You know, and I mean, again, I'm a little bit too harsh on myself and I, I come off a little bit too strong when I when I tell other people as well. It's mm-hmm. just I get very, very passionate about this, about motivation and keeping going. And it's just like we have to do everything in our power to do better. And yeah, that that's what I got to say about that. That's how I go through that. That's my thought process. And I guess you could say that's my anchor. Mm-hmm. I just kind of I kind of crush myself and I tell myself, why am I here? Why am I sad? What am I doing? And then I remember, I was like, dude, my parents gave me everything growing up. And I don't mean everything as in I had, you know, uh, the necessities uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the I had necessities. the, exactly. I had the necessities and that's all I needed. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to give that back to my parents. Because guess what? They deserve not to work anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they're 45 or 50 or, you know, 40 years old. As soon as I'm able to provide for them, I should provide to them. You know, they should enjoy their life the way they help me enjoy mine. So I always think to myself, my goal is to not have my parents work a single moment in their life anymore and be able to do whatever they want. My dad, he wants a house with a ranch and a lot of horses or a lot of animals in general. That's what my dad wants. Mm -hmm. My mom, she just wants to, to be happy with my dad. That's all it is. So if I get them a house, if I get my dad a ranch, horses... And then, yeah, but that's what would make them happy. And that's what would make me happy. And that's what keeps me going every single day as well. Yeah, I got other things as well. Like I would love to one day be able to support my significant other. A hundred percent. Not that I want a person that wants to get supported. But at the end of the day, I would want to be able to provide that for this person. You get me? Mm. I would want to be able to like, you know what? You don't even have to lift a pinky. You're hungry. Ring the bell. I'll get we'll get you food or something. You get me? Again, not that I want someone that wants to be that lazy, but I want to be able to provide that for someone. Mm-hmm. Why? Because that's just the kind of person I am. And that's what keeps me going. If I don't if I don't ever reach that, then it sucks. And but but they always say, you know, shoot for the stars and at least you'll land in the moon. And I'm shooting for the stars, dude. I want to be able to everyone around me, my brothers, my even though I'm the I'm the oldest and they're younger than me. I want to be able to provide for them for where they, they don't have to work for the rest of their life. Mm. So, yeah, they're younger and they should be able to work longer than I am. But I really want to be like, you know what? All of you guys quit your job. You guys all have a house. Um, if you don't want to live here, I can, you know, do what I can and try and get you guys your own house and do whatever. But that's my ultimate goal. Just yeah. to literally provide for everyone around me. Why? Because that's just that's just what make, what'll make me happy, and that's what keeps me going every single day. If I ever wake up tired and I'm trying to go back to sleep, and I'm like, oh, my back hurts, or I don't want to get out of bed, my mom always tells me too. My dad never misses a day of work. This guy has been sick, coughing, you know, barely being able to breathe, never calls out from work. And then my mom says that's true responsibility. You get me? Other people will be like, well, he should call off, you know? And it's like, no, that's that's what he does, and that's what makes him happy. And then my mom always reminds me, too, because she knows I, I, I dig for motivation from that. You get me? This guy has always had roosters in his backyard. Always wakes up at 6 a.m. and feeds all of them. That's responsibility. How many people out there can't even wake up and feed one dog? 
<laughs> can't even clean up the poop from one of your dogs. You get me? Yeah. Can't even clean up the, or can't even feed a cat, or can't even take a dog for a walk and all that. You get me? These are little things, man. Yes, little sir. things that you should be able to do on a daily basis. How many people out there don't do it? How many people out there say, oh, I don't have time for it? No, you don't make time for it. You don't put your priorities straight. Some people have time to watch Netflix on a daily basis, but they don't have time to walk that dog. Binge watching or or just watching shows like, oh, I'm going to watch one show every single day. That hour, that 45 minutes, that 25 minutes that that show took, you could have walked your dog. You could have washed your dog. You could have cleaned up the poop. You could have done something productive with that time. And that, again, this is all my thought process. Whenever I'm just feeling really down <laughs> yeah. about myself, I really dig deep. Fucking deep, deep. And I cry and I, and I, and I crush myself and I crush myself. It's like, why are you feeling bad for yourself, dude? There's no reason. You have so much to be thankful for. Let's get it going, dude. Wake the hell up. Stomp on the ground. Let that guy downstairs know, hey, I'm up, homie. Shit's about to get done. Boom. Thought okay. process. What about you? What's your anger? Oh, I, I, I have one. I get no. I have a couple, but one of the big ones is um uh, my fear of complacency. Oh. I, I am I am afraid of, of just like, doing something and then just being okay with it. I kind I kind of want to. The way that I do everything is that I want to make sure that everything, is uh is up to par and then it, I can I'm able to do better. So whether it's school. Or anything that I do, I like to, you know, get better at it. Right. One one of my big ones is uh, knowledge. I like a lot. I like to learn a lot, but in the sense that I don't know. Like I, I like to 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 know stuff that I don't know. Right. Like it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. I don't feel bad. Like if I don't know stuff, because there's, there's I'm not like there's a lot of people that I meet, and they'll they'll tell me stuff, and I'm like I don't know what that is. Like literally, like I don't. So just tell me what it is, and then I'll know it from now on. And that's and that's good. Just like how you were explaining earlier about um, changing oils or doing stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah I mean, you might not know it, but just something as simple as go on YouTube and look it up. I'm not gonna say I'm a, I'm a mechanic, but I know how to do how to, how to work on my car, and that's because either from you know looking it up on YouTube or just trying it out. Oh, let me. So this is this is what a a water pump in. But let me just let me just try to remove it. Mm-hmm. And if I'm able to do it, then I'm able to do it. If I'm not, well, we'll figure it out. I mean, it's kind of like. Figuring it out, but not being afraid to do anything because you're like, oh, you know, this is this is fine. I'll just give it to someone else and have them fix it for me, or, or just don't worry about it. It should be okay. It's more so like, well, if I can try to do something, let me try to do it. Right. So it's so it's okay. I finally graduated. Should should that be enough? Should I just find a job and be done? Oh well, let me. I kind of I kind of didn't mind my last um, my last uh, senior year as as a. Student. As a student, you know what I kind of liked it. I'm gonna to try to do the my my masters. Um, so why not? Cause mm-hmm. I liked it. So right. let's try it out. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I'm not gonna limit myself and say this is enough. Mm-hmm. And it, it's kind of it kind of has to do with that. Like, in the in the in like a little bit of me is is afraid of not trying. Mm-hmm. And 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 the rest of me is like, why not? You get me? Yeah. Why so, not? So it's basically the that that fear that kind of makes me move forward as to as like just saying to myself like you know why not why why why, not? Why, do I, why why is this it why can't i continue to go and i i'm not like i had a bit of i had a bit of trouble for a long time where i was like fuck i'm old why why do i have to go back to school like let me just find a job and just do that and try to do something else or 
I don't know. It was just like that. You get me? And yeah. then it just like, it got to a point where where I said to myself, "Fuck it, who cares how old I am and and what is it I'm doing? I'll just go back and try it. And if I like it, then I'll finish it. If I don't, then I don't." Yeah. Ended up liking it, but that it, it has to do with that. There has to be. I, I don't know. For me, for myself to be able to be motivated, I have to have some kind of fear. Mm-hmm. Because I kind of I think because of that competitiveness that I have, so it's like if if something happens where something that I don't know or something happens where where um where you I feel f- less yeah where something. I feel less of something or I'm not as there's something that I want to be better than that yeah so it's like I, I kind of have to push myself in order to do that and that's a, that's a good question to ask yourself yeah. why not yeah exactly it, it's true because th- th- I asked myself that same question if he can do it. Why can I not? Yeah, and it's like there's a bunch of stories of people saying, "Oh, well, this person, this this person told me I couldn't do nothing when I was growing up. Look at me now, blah blah." Like, that's that's literally everyone's lives, mm-hmm. except there's the people that actually tried doing it, and there's people that listen to the person said, "Well, yeah, I can't," and then just didn't do anything about it. Yeah, yeah, because there's two there's two sides to every story, right? There is. There's the, the successful one, and then the one that isn't. Hey, little kid. You ain't not, you ain't ever gonna be nothing. You're not gonna do anything good with your life, and then you let that get to you, and you won't do anything with your life, or you're just gonna be like, "What a dumb person, man!" If they only knew the drive and motivation I have, they're gonna see exactly who I am a couple of years from now, you know. But yeah, I I completely see where you're coming from, man. I see where you're coming from, and I I completely agree. A fear, cause fear, is is something that does drive people, you know. Mm-hmm. Fear drives people, and then um. I forgot the other one. There's something else. I don't know. There's um, there's some good stuff I, that drive people though. Um, was well, as far as like driving stuff like that. Um, I felt there will this from from what I learned from school. Like like from being an athlete, there's two types of um, motivations. One is the intrinsic, and one is extrinsic. Pretty much inside and and you know the outside. Saying as in there's two types of people, and then there's some that are like that are that are fucking are are both i guess mm. so one is y- your motivation comes from within and then the other one is it comes from from the outside so um either either you you do stuff for your own benefit where it's like you know i want to make myself be, feel better or or i'm doing it because i like the achievements or i like the the recognition blah blah this and that or you do it for the outside where it's i like people rooting for me or or i want to make other people happy or want to see other people successful blah blah and then there's the people that are like a little bit of both, mm-hmm. not necessarily like equally, but maybe maybe intrinsic with a little bit of extrinsic or extrinsic yeah. with a little bit of intrinsic. So it's kind of saying like, not not egotistical, but more so like you know like I do this for myself, and there's a lot of people like that, you know. Yeah. Because I, I mean I don't. That's the thing that I I've, I've had always um a bit of like I don't know I've always confusion con- or wondering. Not, yeah, I don't know. I've always I've I've never been able to to separate them. And say if there's one that's better than the other, mm. because in one in one I've always thought that intrinsic is a little bit better, just because I feel that you should do stuff because you know you want to do them, right? And you want to see yourself in a sense succeed, but at the same time I feel like you should do stuff for other people. Right. But it's kind of it, it kind of, I don't know if it's borderline, but it, it's kind of difficult to 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 say one is more important. Because who's to say, yeah, you should do everything you do in your life should be for one person. So it's like, so you're just beating yourself up and you're living your life for someone else in a sense. And if you and it's and who's to say, oh, you should do everything for yourself and not worry about anybody else. So it's like, 
you get me? What if that gets to your head and then you become this person that's just like narcissistic yeah, and egotistical? So, so it kind of, it kind of, it's kind of hard. I, I feel like you do have to find a balance, but either either way, I feel like one does end up weighing more than the other. Right. And and I feel when you're more down on your luck, you mm-hmm. have to be more intrinsic. Stuff is happening to you where it's like, I uh, you got rejected from something or. Or you you're you aren't doing good enough with with like life or something that has to do with you and you and you feel you feel like you got you're you're beaten down. It's like you have to get out of this. You get me? People right. are gonna people are gonna be around you saying you know it's okay it's okay it's okay Jones it's okay so Jones you can get out of this. Ah, don't worry don't worry about it, bro. You can, you got this. But it's like if you don't if you're not motivated within, it's like you're not gonna do shit. Yeah. I can I can tell you as much as much shit as i as i can i can i can give you an, an like as much confidence but if you don't make it yourself then it's like whatever yeah it goes nowhere i guess you're right like all that beating myself up over it is because i got like a, a deep deep down i have a good mindset mm-hmm. you know but if you don't have the mindset no matter how much people pump you up or no matter how much people put you down it's still gonna do the same it could, i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna put people down right now at least with with names but there are people mm-hmm. i'm gonna say from where whether it's a worker school or family members or all three or all three but i don't know if i'm sure people have been in, in this situation where it's like hey just, just tell me who it is <laughs> so, so it's, i don't know if people have been in a situation where it's like hey you should do this or you know you shouldn't try this and that blah blah like that like you you give people advice that's good advice because you've been in their shoes or you or you see the the route that they're going and they don't take it and then now you're just like you're just like well, well I guess I'll fucking stop but it's that thing where you're you're giving them that extrinsic motivation where you're pushing them but if they don't have it then it's not going to happen right you know I mean? I'm not I'm not going to say it doesn't happen because I'm sure a lot of people out there have uh like siblings where it's like you try to help out your 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 younger brother or sister and tell them this is what you should do or you shouldn't do. And we all have been there at that age where it's you're young and you're just like, ah, you don't know what you're talking about. Whatever, yeah. I'm living my life. Yeah. But it's like you do, you in a sense, because you have you have been you have been there and you've done stuff. Sometimes it can it can sound like condescending and saying and putting the person down by saying like, Man, you're not fucking doing whatever uh, you're doing something with your life or this and that, you should do this. But if you tell someone the right way and say, you know what, it's like let's say this person, I don't know, isn't doing good in school. Hey, you know what, you should try to focus more on school, get your stuff done. Um, once you're done, then you should go and you know have fun or whatever. And this person's like, nah, I'll do whatever I want. And you continue to do that and do that and do that, and that person just doesn't understand. Yeah. So it's like okay, so it, it gets to a point where they need to they need to have that that motivation from within and just do it because no they, matter how because they'll take it wrong because I know exactly what you're talking about like. Um, you tell they have your, to have they have to have a purpose and they have to have you know a goal set for themselves and you can't just put which it is there. what we're saying right now yeah. you have to find that that purpose that goal that drive that motivation that anchor that need that want for success man that you I like, I, I like I, that word that that need you, yeah you, like if you don't have it uh, yeah you 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 need to have all of that man like uh, before. I used to be so big on motivational videos, and then a lot of them, they're like, "Oh, you don't want it bad enough. Oh, you don't, you don't want this bad enough. You gotta want it as bad as you breathe." Fucking screaming at you through the fucking yeah, through the YouTube channel or whatever. You gotta need this as bad as you breathe. How bad do you need to breathe? Oh, you die without it? Then you gotta make yourself die without with them. No, but in general, I mean, they're good videos. They got me through it, and it's true. 
if you don't have that want or that need, then find it. Yeah. Don't stop trying to do everything else. Take a couple take a take a semester off of college. Take a you know a semester off of working. If you can't because you're already in a bad position, then try and do as little as possible. You know, work as little bit of hours to get you through whatever you need to get through. And then people are like, oh, make well, I can't. Yeah, like- but make it work. And then all that extra time you have to yourself, find what you need. Find your drive. Find who you are. Because trust me, that'll take you so far. And every time I, I, I'm telling you, I talk to a bunch of people. Because my job, I, I, I interact with so many people and I've interacted with so many people. And I'm the type of person that when I interact with someone... I'm not just interacting with them to just be like, oh, what's up? How's your day? No, I actually dig into their life and see what kind of person they are. Just because people intrigue me. Like, people are so interesting to me because there's so many different kind of people. There's people that want to make the world a wonderful place. And there's people that literally just want to watch it burn. I watched this other movie the other and day. There's, there's, and there's the people that are in the middle where they just don't care. Yeah. What happens. Yeah, but they, in, in a way, I'm, I'm going to say that they want to watch the world burn. Because they if they don't they care, mind it. Yeah, exactly. Because they wouldn't mind it. Popcorn in their hand. Yep. Sitting back, feet up, in their lazy boy. Watching the world simmer and burn, and with then they're gonna dog. burn with it. With a hot dog. And you know where I'll be? Laughing, because I made what? myself a jetpack. Oh. <laughs> and I made a jetpack for everybody else who wants to live. And I'll be laughing. I'll be like, "You should have been on the other side, bro." Bitch. <laughs> yeah, but. Oh, man. We got deep into this topic, huh? Yes, we did. Is there anything else you want to mention? I do just I do just want to um, add one thing. Right. Um, do you know who the professor is? The Muffin Man? Oh, no, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. The, uh, so, the, the professor. So the You're pro- the Muffin Man! <laughs> now, nah, so, one quick thing is uh, the professor, he's a basketball player. Well, not, mm. I'm sorry, he's a professional basketball player, but he doesn't play in the NBA. Really? Yeah, but he's a professional. Uh, so when he was younger, he 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 got a basketball for his um like third year, third birthday or whatever, right? <clears throat> he liked basketball, played it, um, uh, played it in in elementary, middle school, all throughout his entire um school career. Right. And then he ended up receiving, I think, an and one mixtape. Um, like I guess they used to have VHSs and they used to put um clip like videos out of um. Of people playing basketball like in the streets and just doing all these different moves and tricks, like, tricks oh, yeah. kind of like the the soccer one the yeah yeah the uh, Joe Bonito yeah. yeah so they used to do that and he saw that one day and he's like man I like this and he got really good with his ball handling he yeah. went he, yeah he got real yeah with ball handling but he ended up going to college uh, when he went there he no I'm sorry before he went to college uh as um he was trying to get into schools and he wouldn't be able to get get into any schools. Because um, he was 5'8". He was 5'8", white. He's white. And um, he was... Oh, that's a big help was, right there. And he was really flashy, right? So he... And I guess one of the problems that he had was that he, he wouldn't defend as much. And um, he was just short, like, you know, 5'8". Because he, he didn't have any hops. He's white. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, um, so it, what ended up happening is that... He can't he, dance either. He can't dance either. either. So what ended up happening is that his his dad knew one of the coaches from the from the local community colleges... He had his son try out, made it as the last person in, and then played played college ball for a while. But he ended up knowing that he learned that pretty much that wasn't for him. He would just play, you know, b ball games or whatever on on the regular regular courts. And then one time they they had the end and one team. They they were gonna go from like they were gonna go on this tour from from city to city, 
and they were going to play people, right? So all you had to do was play matches to and, um, prior to them getting there, and then if you if you were good enough and you made it to the finals, you would get to play against them. Hmm. He was one of the ones that made it, and they liked him so much that they they took him on a tour. Hmm. And basically, I guess that it was it was um it wasn't necessarily a tour, but it was like a, a reality show. So they were taking these players from different cities to mm. play, and that and if you ended up winning each city, you would move on and move mm. on. And he ended up getting um he ended up getting a, a what's it called um a job offer a, a job offer and a contract with him. And he ended up pl- uh, playing with them for seven years until they were like canceled or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then he was like out on his luck, and then he ended up making um he was like what can I do? So he was like oh let's just he knew a friend. He he dressed up as Spider Man and went out into the streets and played people one on one. And and pretty much the it was like a little prank thing where it was like he would go out there and say oh I know how to pl- I don't know how to play play them one on one and make them look like like fools right right and he ended up becoming fam- like real famous through that mm-hmm. he had like a like millions of followers now and, and on a YouTube? bunch of and YouTube and a bunch of people the professor him, the professor but I think it's called I don't I don't Spider Man something it's it's called his he has he has two he has one of himself where mm-hmm. he just goes goes and like plays and stuff and you see him um like he he has some good ball, ball handling and stuff right and then he has the one where it's a Spider Man but pretty much out of all that he ended up becoming he's like a legitimate professional um, basketball player but there's different types there's the NBA professional and there's just a professional where it's like he's a pro like a pro mm-hmm. so like same thing with like soccer and other stuff like there's professionals for. Indoor soccer and like regular one, whatever. And then just tricks. So I forgot what it's called. Yeah, but just juggling. And that's and that's pretty much his life now. He's a, he's um he says that he's a professional basketball player, but he's 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 known as a, a as a, what is it a media influencer, mm. like so he influences and blah blah. Yeah. But that's and that's his job. That's what he gets paid for. Mm-hmm. And he he does have he made a TED talk. So if you, if anybody um, wants to hear it, it's a pretty good one. It's a TED talk, and at the end of the TED talk, he gives out three. Um, tips for 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 focusing on um, on your career, focusing on your on your purpose in life, and hopefully being able to do something successful with it. And if, like he said, if you're trying to do something, which he was trying to do, he was trying to be a professional NBA, and it doesn't work out. There's always a different way, a different path. And and look at him now; he's he's a professional basketball player, as um, a professional street ball player, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to leave you with his three tips. Number one. You have to prove yourself every single day. Good one. Number two, hearing no isn't the end of the world. Got it. And three, seek your passion because often that's where you will find your purpose. Hmm. So your passion. It's, it's, that's Keep finding what you like. Whatever yeah. you like. Whether if, like for instance, his, you couldn't do it in, he couldn't do it in the NBA, um, but it was... He couldn't do it in um in college. All right. He couldn't do it in the NBA. All right. He couldn't. He he ended up you know losing his his job as a as a, a streetball player with and one. So what is there now? Well, let me just show my skills off to the world through a platform and boom, there it is. Yeah. So you just I, have to find ways, find yeah. a purpose, find something that you want to do, and just as they say, the cliche. Follow your heart. Yeah. Follow that thing. And. With that, we'll leave the audience with some pondering to do. What drives you? What motivates you? What's your anchor? I would love to, honestly, I would really, really, really want to hear what some people's anchor, motivation, what drives them. Because 
I might, I might listen to it and be like, that's true, man. I like that. I like that. I want to hear more about it. You know, I, again, I like digging into people. I like learning about people, how they think, their thought process, their mind. I mean, I let you guys dig in a little bit into my mind process, my thought process. If you guys don't like it or you guys disagree with it, comment. Talk to me about it. I really, really want to hear. I really, really want some positive feedback. You guys can comment on uh, that Instagram page. Kill that sound. Kill that sound. Or you can tweet about it. Tweet. On that. Kill that sound one. Or um, especially slide in the DMs. DM slide in them. Slide in the DMs. Slide. Rate us. And as slide. always, keep killing slide. that sound, people. Kill it, baby. Kill it, kill it, kill it, kill it. Kill it.